Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. You have a great report. I just want to dive into what's going on in your life because your life right now is just so fun. We have a baby. Yay! Chicken! I wish it was a human. <laughs> it's no, I am oof, relieved it is not. It's it's a baby chicken. Not sure if it's a boy or a girl yet, mm-hmm. but we have a baby chick. Mm-hmm. Weeks ago, one of your chickens that we inherited from the Great Raccoon Massacre of 2022. Boy, what a time. <laughs> she went broody, meaning she wanted to be a mama and yeah. was holding unfertilized eggs hostage in our coop. <laughs> in one of our recent episodes, I can't remember which one, I tell the story of how we acquired these three fertilized eggs mm-hmm. and truthfully was not sure how it would all play out. Yeah. Like a giant science experiment in our backyard. Yeah. Lucky us. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we tried to emotionally prepare the kids in case none of the eggs mm. hatched. And everyone in our family was wildly surprised to see that one of the three eggs actually yeah. turned into a chick. It's wild. It was magic. It it is magic. (laughs) It's a modern day miracle. (laughs) But the chick is now one week old. Okay. And thriving. You've met. She's darling. No, do not call it a she because then we are going to get attached. It Uh, is it right now. It. It is darling. We should just say it's a he just to like really prepare ourselves mentally. And then when you get to keep him, it's just like, oh, that was a pleasant surprise. He is darling. (laughs) He is. Cookie. <laughs> yeah. Cookie the boy. Well, Cook. Cook is a cook, cool name. Right? Yeah. Cook is a cool name, but Cookie the boy. It's a fluid chicken. name. It's a gender it's fluid name. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> well, her mom, bingo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> is delightful to watch. She cares really well for her mm-hmm. cute little baby chick. It's darling. It's cute. Um, and we'll see if it turns out to be a girl. We will keep her. And yes. It's a boy. We will send it away. Have fun. <laughs> so sad. Fun. Not by choice. We're just not allowed. Could you um no. could you keep the boy a little no. longer and like fertilize some more <laughs> eggs and then give him back? I'm pretty sure having a rooster at any age is it's against the law. It's against the law if someone turned you in. <laughs> so just like hurry and like, you know. <laughs> All right, chickies, get busy. I know. We've got one week. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a missed opportunity to not like have, you know, (laughs) 10 fertilized eggs before you give them back. Oh, what on earth? That sounds so awful. Magical. (laughs) (laughs) It's already been so stressful Uh, with the one. I cannot imagine. No. What's so fun though about your experience is, you know, I had baby chicks that were day old. Yeah. They're kind of, they're not a lot of work, but they're like some work. Mm -hmm. When you, when Bingo hatched her own, it's like almost no work for you guys because yeah. Bingo takes care of her. She does. She does it all. It's, it's very sweet. And you were over one night and you were so concerned about Cookie getting yeah. cold yeah. at night. And you saw how she just gets right up underneath Bingo, who practically sits on her mm-hmm. all night long. But it's so cute to see how well the mom just cares for yeah. that cute little baby chick. I'm not going to lie. I've never seen a hen. Like, I know that that's like what hens do, mm-hmm. but I had never seen it before. And it is interesting like i how does it not get smothered i don't know but that motherly instinct it's so cool and how does cookie eat like does the does bingo 
put food in her mouth? Or like, how does she eat? Sometimes Bingo will pick up little things. When we let them out to mm-hmm. just kind of free range, mm-hmm. Bingo will pick things up and drop it in front of Cookie and oh. Cookie will eat it. No, she just, she eats. She's been eating her own food wow. forever. That's so cool. Since day two of it's life. It's so cool. Yeah, she's wow. just so cute. Very good. Well, that's exciting. You guys have had a lot going on in your house and your garden is growing. Like you guys have a little urban farm back there. It's super cool. Thanks. Is that it's your like, eye twitching? Yeah, at the thought of- <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's great. Very it good. It brings me joy. Yeah, it does. Anyway, that's my update. Yeah. What about you? Honestly, I'm just so glad school's over. I didn't know if we were going to make it. Why? You and I were in the same boat, but there was so many school things going on mm-hmm. the past two weeks, like back-to-back school activities. And then, um, you know, our house tour, that's finally done. And it was it was very successful, but it was stressful. Right. It was a lot going on. I have, so. a, couple, I have a couple follow-up questions oh. about the house tour. Sure. Burning questions. Oh, okay. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, no, the house did not burn down. No. But. First of all, how many people mm-hmm. walked through your home in one day? Yeah, 800 oh. is the estimate. So there were like 750 people who bought tickets. Mm-hmm. And then they estimate that there were about 50 more who walked through just, you know. 50 more who just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. Street. But yeah, they, when they sent me the stats, they were like 750 paid for tickets, but we think 800 went through total. And I was like. There are 50 moochers, like 50, 50 babies in yeah, arms. I, know, like, I don't know. It was <laughs> How did weird. That work? It was weird, but huh. they guessed 800. Yeah. Well, yeah. So is that, is that it? Because <laughs> I was like, that's, no. that's really all I. Second burning question. Okay. Was anything stolen? No. And I was actually never worried about that. Really? A, because there's nothing in my house to steal. Like, yeah. if you want something, have fun with it. Like, there's nothing of value in if my you want home. that Nerf gun, help yourself. Actually, please take it. I'll send it as a parting gift. <laughs> Everyone walking out the door and you get a Nerf gun. That's right. You get a Nerf gun and you get a Nerf gun. <laughs> That'd be so good. Uh, so no, nothing was stolen, but also there's security in every single room. Mm-hmm. So like no one was allowed to go like there. Your, all of our bedrooms were roped off. Yeah. So they could look in, but they could not go in. Right, which was a shame. Yeah. Because they could not see your beautifully yeah. redone bathroom. It was such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> my my mudroom and my basement and my bathroom were roped off. Yeah. And so no one got to see that, which that's what I was working the hardest on, which yeah. is so funny. Um, but no, nothing was stolen that I am aware of. And everyone seemed to have a good time. There was a line out the door. Incredible. As there should be for your house. Well, I told you, I I did not expect it to be that popular because Mm. it's just a typical family home. It's not like a museum, which there are some museum-like homes in our neighborhood. Right. So they're not, you know, there's nothing fancy, which is fine. But I think maybe it was the favorite because it's just a normal home. I don't know. Well, it's lived in. It's lived in. It just, it has this history and charm and character, but also a family lives there. Oh, yeah. That's what's so appealing about it. Yeah. I was laughing to myself just today because um, my three-year-old washed his hands and then like instead of drying him on a towel, just like put a handprint on the wall. And so it was like this gross gray handprint and I haven't had a chance to wipe it off yet. So every time I walk by it, I'm like, oh, wow. If people could only walk through our home today, they would have a real rude awakening. They'd want their money back. Maybe you should have left the ropes up. Yeah, like, I should have. Put some yeah. ropes in certain places. Uh, Sorry, kids, there's going to be another tour. You can't go in your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, uh, my kids responded really well to the whole tour thing. They were really, yeah, they really rose to the occasion. Aww. It was really sweet. It was kind of something that we worked on as a family. But yeah, mm-hmm. glad it's done. Never have to do it again. That's that. 
It's great. Done and dusted. Congratulations. Yep. Thank you very much. We're moving on. Okay, so some business to go over before we get into things. Mm -hmm. This is the last episode before summer break. Hmm. We waffled for a long time about whether or not to take a break, but we really want to focus on kids and family and then, you know, our biking and running because we've got some things to do. Yeah, we want to focus on some other things, right? Mm -hmm. So we also want to take time to thoughtfully plan and prepare for next season. We have a lot of ideas for new topics and guests, so we're going to be back. But if you want to be sure not to miss new episodes when they come out, please follow and subscribe to A For Effort Podcast on your platform, wherever you listen to podcasts. So Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. So this is going to be the last episode before we get back on September 1st. So we will still be active on Instagram, connecting with listeners. And just remember, there will be no new episodes until September 1st. So Go have fun with your people, whomever they are, and keep an eye out for our Instagram calls. We're going to call for more unsolicited advice, maybe from your in-laws in particular. Mm -hmm. We'll ask for your feelings on surprises, because we have some feelings (laughs) on surprises, and we'll even do some giveaways. So if you don't already follow us on Instagram, now is the time to do it. There we go. So now that that's out of the way, what are we talking about today? The topic for this episode is summer. Don't you just hear Olaf when you say that? Oh, yeah, summer. yeah, yeah. Yes. And as we started to set plans for our families during this season, we began to wonder, how do parents handle summer? Yes. I personally, Megan, do not care for the word handle, okay? <laughs> it implies that it is a hassle, And I don't feel that way. I feel like we should say how to get jazzed for summer (laughs) or what's your take on summer? Mm. How do you prepare Hmm. for this hot season? I think summer does feel like a hassle Mm. for Mm. some families. Sure. It's this wide open three month chunk of time on a calendar and that can seem daunting. Oh, yes. Parent, you know, yes. You, you see the calendar that's like every day has something on it. And you go, oh, that's yep. overwhelming. But also to see a calendar with nothing on it. Yes. Almost as equally as overwhelming. I agree. And parents have to figure out how they should or how much they should mm-hmm. fill in at mm-hmm. that time. I felt the stress trying to decide how many camps are too many. Yeah. Which kid needs what enrichment activities? How can I keep my kids academically sharp? Yeah. Who has a play date when? And sure. when does the library reading program start? Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know that answer. Do you know that answer? Um, you Well, the, the it, it starts whenever school gets out. But oh. they, I was just there on the other day and they don't have the materials out Thank yet. Thank you. Whew, okay, I you're welcome. sleep better at night. Yeah. But coming off of a May that nearly broke me mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. the idea of a packed summer is repulsing a little yeah. bit. So You didn't use the term Maysember, which is what <laughs> everyone's using. <laughs> I know because everyone's using it. I didn't oh, okay. <laughs> but I get it. I feel that way. Did you feel that way? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Except minus the presence. Like that's what... Yeah. Stunk about it. Yeah, good point. At least in December, you end up with some sort of gift at the end of it all. Let's do a gift exchange, you and I. I'm going to go out right after this and buy you something good. (laughs) Can't wait. I'll find something for you, too. Okay. All right. But I also know that if we don't plan things, like our kids will probably want to kill each other by mid-July. So with that being said, we took a poll on Instagram to find out how busy our listeners' families are with camps and activities this summer. And the majority of listeners said that the kids aren't too busy. That's refreshing. I I think that's really great. Yeah? Yeah, I do. 
Well, we specifically asked listeners, what does an enjoyable summer look like for you? Do you like that wording better? I do. Do you feel better about that one? I'm here for it. Go ahead. I want to start off strong yeah. with my favorite answer of the bunch. <laughs> you're so good. picked. Yes. So what does an enjoyable summer look like? This listener says, um, when they go back to school, does that count? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you too. Thick as thieves. Absolutely. <laughs> Last summer, I avoided signing my kids up for tons of camps and activities, yeah. which worked really well until mid-July. Yeah. And then my kids' school didn't start until the end of August. Yeah. And that was awful. Well, and and to your credit, the date, because our school's under construction, kept getting yeah. pushed back. So yeah. initially at the beginning of summer, I thought, oh, August 15th. Mm-hmm. And then before we know it, when did they actually start? I don't know. After Labor Day. end of August. Oh, was no, it? No, it was the very the end, end of, August. of August. Yeah. So that was a little, the um, the unpredictability, yeah. the moving timeline also was hard for everyone. Yeah, that didn't help. So yeah. yes, listener, your summer can officially be enjoyable on the blessed day that your children go back to school. <laughs> on that day, sneak off to the beach, go to the lake, sit by the pool all by yourself until 3.15 and enjoy. I love it. I love it. I, I've been thinking a lot about the school schedule. Mm. Um, and and I I wonder who came up with it. But I'm curious your thoughts because, you know, I have a lot of friends who come from year-round school, mm-hmm. which is like two months on, two months off. Is that about right? Mm, I don't know. Or like it, sometimes they have two months off, but sometimes they have it's, a it's, couple of weeks off. Actually, I am unsure. And it, and it actually shifts by school and grade and year. So mm. it actually can be a variety, but you get huh. the same amount of vacation days, but instead of having them in the summer, they're spread all throughout the year. Right. And you go to school all throughout the year. Hmm. We are on a traditional schedule. And I used to think that I wanted the year-round schedule. The only thing about it that I find appealing is you could like go to the Bahamas in February for a long time and mm. no one else would be there. Yeah. But I, I'm okay with the traditional because by the time May, May rolls around, I actually am I'm burned out. Mm-hmm. I'm tired and I am ready for a long summer break. And then by the time August hits, like middle of August, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for them to go back to school. So yeah. whoever created it knows the exhaustion threshold of a parent <laughs> and really took advantage of really, that. Yeah, really yeah. pushed it. Yeah, pushed they that did. envelope. Pushed it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so which one would you prefer, year-round oh. or the traditional school schedule at this point? I could get down with year-round, mm. frankly, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with both. I grew up on a year-round schedule. That's, my school was year-round. Really? Yes. Huh. And um, it wasn't until junior high that I got a traditional on it. I can do both. I'm a, I'm a really flexible. I'm Look super at you. flexible. You know, I I am very low maintenance, Megan. You know me. I just go with the wind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know. In the breeze. Yes, that's right. Like that's a weeping it. willow tree. I just. I'm basically Pocahontas. Yeah, that's right. Me and grandmother willow. But okay, what about you? What would you prefer? Uh, I would not be opposed to year-round school. Yeah. The idea of shorter, more frequent breaks yeah. is appealing to me, and it would be much more conducive to my yeah. husband's work schedule, yeah. who has these random weeks off throughout the year. So yeah. I would love year-round schooling. Yeah. Doesn't your husband average like a month off per or um, a week off per month? Mm-hmm. So see, that would work really well for your schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would work great. So to the powers that be that yeah. are listening, yeah. maybe, hopefully, yeah. anyone. Yeah. Is anyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> Please. We would not be opposed to 
year round. I think that'd be I think that'd be really fun. We should try it. We'll just try it for a year and see what people like. It's just you and me. We're just yeah. gonna put our kids in. We're just gonna tell the school, look, we're gonna try year round schooling. Yeah. So you could just just adjust. Adjust, yeah. <laughs> adjust appropriately. Please. That'd be great. Thanks. That's so funny. Okay. Now let's go through all the submissions from other listeners who like some structure. Mm-hmm. Another listener says that an enjoyable summer looks like scheduled fun. I have to have a plan or I'll panic, but also can't wait for the free days. Yeah. And along similar lines, another listener says that an enjoyable summer means keeping busy, but a manageable busy. Sure. Not overkill. So I feel like this means planning a few things a week and you can, and whether or not they happen, that's great. But I think this is probably how I do things. I have a tentative plan. Tentative. It's flexible once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like the willow tree. Yes. <laughs> we'll go a, where the wind blows. A new mascot. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, those expressions, manageable, busy, and scheduled fun are hilarious. Very well said. It's as if parents are saying, look, our summer is well planned until it isn't. Mm-hmm. Like we know that letting kids roam free and be bored is the ideal. Yeah. Everyone tells us that. Yeah. But also we weren't born yesterday. Yep. Intuitively, we... I almost fell off my chair. <laughs> You're right over there? Yeah. <laughs> Intuitively, we know that without some semblance of structure or plans in place, the kids will kill each other. Yeah. So this person is my person. Summer should be fun, but also happening on mom's timetable. Yes. Please. Yes. Plans are always encouraged. Yep. But I also don't mind adjusting or yes. scrapping said plans. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Amanda, don't you have a little bit of a schedule of sorts for your summer days? What do they look like? A little bit. Yeah, I actually need to start working on it. But, you know, in the mornings we have required chores, which are make your bed, mm-hmm. put, you know, brush your teeth, brush your hair. I'm trying to think what they are. I need to go get, I need to go get out my list. It's already printed up. But um, And then they do some homework. I am that mom that Same. makes them do homework. And then we kind of spend the rest of the day out. So we'll go to the lake or we'll go for a hike. We do a lot of hiking. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of lake visits. You know, we just try to be out. I try to plan one adventure and then we're home at about four o'clock and have dinner. Yeah. Yeah. You are and run around. You are the queen of planning summer um, outings. Well, that's kind, but we've talked about this before. New York kind of trained me to not be at home. I yeah. don't enjoy being home. Right. I'm better at it now that I have a, a conducive space, but... I don't care to be home. Yeah. Not not often. So now there's something to be said about getting kids out and mm-hmm. busy and tiring mm-hmm. them out. Yes. Right. Because yes. the sun is up until past my bedtime, right. frankly. Yeah. So it is kind of nice when the kids are so exhausted that yes. despite the light, they still yes. just go right to sleep. That's right. Well, so is your is your schedule the same for for summer days or what does yours look like? Yeah, it's pretty typical. It's they're loosely uh-huh. scheduled, right? Uh-huh. Kids wake up naturally between seven and seven thirty. Do your kids sleep in in the summer? They they will start. And they, well, no, they <laughs> have a look of determination. <laughs> like, they will. They will because, because I said yeah, so. yeah. I thought sure. <laughs> well, they wake up at seven now, which already is a good time. But I think yeah. just staying up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Usually by the end of the summer, they are sleeping in until like eight. Oh, so I got to start getting amazing. them back on track. Like it just yeah. we kind of ease in and out of sleeping in. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delightful. Mine are steady seven, seven thirty a.m. risers, which is still fine. They it do. could be much earlier. It could be. You're right. You're yeah. right. But yeah. Eat breakfast. Do their math and handwriting, do their chores. And then same, we typically leave for some sort of outing Mm -hmm. for the day, Mm -hmm. home by mid-afternoon. If there's an hour to spare, we'll read 
Love and it. And the kids are free to lay about and be lazy the rest of whatever day they have. Great. Dinner, bedtime, another summer day done. Love it. Mm-hmm. That looks so fun. Love it. All right. Back to the topic of what an enjoyable summer looks like. This listener says, a flexible routine, not super scheduled, with quality imaginative time and lots of reading and swimming. Love it. I am here for the reading and the swimming. Megan, what will you be reading by your kitty $5 pool this summer? I think I want to read more kids books, truthfully. Oh, what do you mean? Well, I just finished listening to Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Darling. Bloom. Darling. And it was so good and such a quick, delightful, easy read that I thought, oh, I should read more of these books that maybe I missed in my mm-hmm. childhood or teenage years mm-hmm. and just catch up on all, all the books. Love it. So some more of those. Mm-hmm. But and do you know what the benefit is to those? What? Because uh, I realized this the other day too, by reading um, some like kid books or tween books, mm-hmm. I will be able to recommend stuff to my daughter. Mm. So by you kind of going back in time a little bit and getting these other books, you can say to your daughter, oh, this is a really great book. Or your yeah. son, you should read this. Yeah. And then you have that connection point. But also, um, you'll be aware of what they're reading. Mm. Sometimes my daughter will pick up things and I'm like, I don't know about that. And so I like that idea. I might steal that from you because that's a great idea. Yeah. I like it. Well, you also just participated recently in a mother-daughter book club. That was fun. Tell, tell us a little bit about that because that is such a cool idea. We... Honestly, it was super easy. I got to start it somewhere else too because it's so fun. But a a mother-daughter duo reached out to us and they said, we'll be reading this book this month. If you want to read it, please read it and come to my house. It was like a 100-page book, really Mm -hmm. tiny. It was a quick read. I read it in like three hours. Um, And then we all went to her house and everyone had – there was a bowl full of questions and everyone drew a question and we all talked about the book. And then they left with a little like token – like that represented the book that we read. Cute. And they already picked one out for the next month. So it's just like a little summer like reading club. But the thing I liked about it was me and my daughter got to read it. Mm-hmm. So, and we didn't read it together. She read it and I Oh, read it. yeah. But then um, it was just something that bonded us. Like yeah. I was able to be like, oh, would you remember that part in the book that was so funny? When, where usually I don't do that with her. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I thought it was really refreshing. Yeah. Gives yeah, you a little more small talk with your kids. Yeah, that absolutely is so recommend. cool. Yeah. So what books are on your reading list for the summer? Um, or what have you been reading lately? Yes. Okay. So right now I'm listening to Michelle Obama's Becoming. I think That's I'm right. I think I'm late to that game because I think it's been out for a while. Right. I also am late to that game. It's yeah. been on my to read list for yeah. a very long time. And I've heard amazing things about it. What do you yeah. so far? Do you recommend it? I would recommend it. I would. Um I like I tend to like autobiographies that are well written. I mean that sounds dumb, but you know how some are just like so boring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She wrote it. Duh, it's her autobiography. <laughs> but she also reads it. She narrates it. Yeah. So it was really it's really fun to listen to her reading it and hear about her whole backstory. Frankly, I didn't know a lot about the Obamas. Mm. I didn't know. So it's been kind of fun to read that about her. And then on the flip side, I read Mike Pence's autobiography. Mm. That was also a really good read because it was a lot of backstory on him yeah. and his family. Yeah. Um, You're I, so well rounded. Well, I'm Megan, I'm trying to be. I'm trying. <laughs> and then I read the Margaret book. That was cute. Did you finish it? I'm not it? done yet. Uh, no, I'm not done yet. But that's been a really cute, easy read. Remarkable Creatures, also mm-hmm. recommended by you. That was a fun book. It's about an octopus. Yeah. Very good book. I don't know, but I'm gonna just start. I'm just gonna find a list and just plow through the list. Yeah, I just finished a book called what? Good inside. A guide to becoming the parent you want to be. <laughs> you try so hard. 
The listeners should know that uh, I actually changed the script to read the Bible. <laughs> A guide to becoming the parent you want to be. You're so by Dr. Uh, Becky Kennedy. It's a new revised version. Yes. God's wife. Oh, all right. This was okay. I recently finished yeah. Good Inside. A guide to becoming the parent you want to be by Dr. Becky Kennedy. And this was recommended to me by one of my favorite mom friends mm. who always has outstanding recommendations. There were a few really helpful chapters and wordings for different situations that oh. my husband and I have already put to good use. Yeah. Often, frequently. Well, one of the one of the phrases that I've heard you say often is, you're a good kid having a hard time, right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a very clever thing to say. Yeah, that has been used more than once lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also one of those audiobooks that I got halfway through mm. and knew I probably should own an actual physical oh, copy. Oh, yeah. Do you ever yeah. do that? Where yes. you get halfway through and go, yes. oh, I think I just want to own this. Yep. So yep. I now own the audiobook and the physical mm-hmm. copy. Highly recommend. Well, that's Coddling of American Mind for me. Uh, I love that book and I have it on audio and and hard copy because sometimes you just need to have both, frankly. Yeah. 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 Love it. Okay. So take those books to the pool this summer. All those right. are some light reading for you. Light. <laughs> Bible, good inside, Coddling of American Mind. Light. <laughs> All right. Another listener says that an enjoyable summer looks like one week of camp and that's it. Other than vacation, of course. We need the freedom to play and go to the beach. I don't know where they live, but I am happy for you. Our beach is like a lake beach. That's all we have. So please invite us to your beach home, wherever you are. Yes, please. Uh, Do you miss living near the ocean? Yeah. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. I don't miss living near the Pacific. Well, an ocean is an ocean. I guess I shouldn't complain. The Pacific Ocean is great, but it is cold Hmm. and it is not as clean. Really? No, clean's not the right word. It's not as clear because it might be just as clean, but it just feels like more seaweedy and murky for some reason. Mm. I love the Atlantic Ocean. I love that ocean. Do you? Oh, those enchanting New England beaches. Mm. Yeah, I miss those. Lake beaches aren't awful. But they're no like I know New England beach with their nearly mm. impossible parking and their excessively aggressive seagulls. Yes, they have a present risk of shark attacks. Yeah, I miss oh. that. I miss oh. that a lot. Why did you bring in that last point? That makes it <laughs> that really taints the memory for me. Oh, why? Because you were attacked. A close, many close call, many times. like you just never know. They're always in the water. Every, for all I know, every I time was, was a I close call. Happened to get away right in time. Who every, knows? Every time, that's right. Every time I got away. Here we are. <laughs> You're so lucky. All right, continuing with the enjoyable summer ideal. This listener says, "I work from home, so I try to take my kids outside to do at least one thing a day." Yes, this parent deserves all the gold stars and heroes medals for working from home while the kids are also at home. Yeah, and just remember, listener, that you know they really only need to see sunlight and and breathe fresh air for like just a, a few moments of the day. I mean, really, just poke their heads out the window, say, "Everyone, take a deep inhale, pull them back in." And everyone's, no one's worse for wear. No, it's everyone fine. will be great. They'll yeah, survive. Yeah, just carry on. You just do what you need to do, okay? The next one brings us to the topic of summer camps. Okay. We couldn't avoid it. No. They say, we don't do any camps. Lots of outside time, pool time, but all on our very flexible schedule. I love it. 
Yeah. And another listener said something similar. We do zero camps or programs for the summer. We love our summers to be completely free so we can do anything and go anywhere we choose. I love that. So um, I did not grow up doing summer camps, frankly. I this It's a fairly new concept to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not do a single one in my life other than like a church camp that was like, hey, we're all going camping. For, right. For and a, by that point, you were well into your yeah. like preteen, teen years. Yeah. So it's kind of new to me. So that the fact that this parent doesn't do either, I think is quite interesting. I want to know how old their kids are mm. because I didn't start doing summer camps for my kids until they were elementary school age. Yeah. And they expressed an interest of like, I really want to do it ninja camp. So yeah. that's the only reason why we do camps. Same. And we only have so far two or three planned for the whole year. Yeah. So I, th- I think we even have overlap of camps. What are your kids doing? My oldest kid has a hockey camp and a golf camp. Oh, cool. Both of which, right, he's expressed interest in. Cool. And, and it's hard to find time to golf during the school year. So yes. that's... Love it. Let me do it. The younger three kids have a week-long gymnastics camp, which oh, again, yeah. they begged for. The three younger kids? Or the yeah, old, the three younger, the three kids. younger yeah, kids. Yeah, and okay. it's the same camp at the same time at the same place. Fantastic. So I will drop all of them off and leave them. Fantastic. It's going to be great. Have fun. Thank you. Yep. One daughter has a Girl Scout camp, which cool. she's also begged to participate oh. in. So are you sensing a theme? But yeah. my two boys are participating in a camp that you have a daughter participating yes. in. And my boys did not ask for this camp. <laughs> and one of them, my oldest said, mom, don't ever sign me up for a camp without asking me first, which mm-hmm. I just went, mm-hmm, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. do you want to tell them what camp we're sending our children to? The etiquette camp. Yes. Yeah. Not that our children have horrible manners, but I actually, as an adult, mm-hmm. really enjoy etiquette classes. Yeah. There's someone in my neighborhood who um, teaches etiquette classes mm. and she's always someone that I've like really looked up to. She just has a real class and poise and She's just a great person. And so when I found out she did this, I started just asking her questions and she came and taught a class. And you know what? I learned a lot. Even as an adult who's been out in the world for like, you know, a couple months, I have learned a lot. (laughs) Well, yeah, for someone whose favorite book is basically an etiquette book. Yes. Yes. That's saying something. That's right. So I I think I'm, hopefully, I hope we're doing our kids a service by getting them a jump start now. Agreed. Versus as, because you know what, Megan? I meet so many kids and I'm like, you know what? I don't enjoy being around you because mm-hmm. you have bad manners. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, and I don't know. I hate to, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're just kids. But right. sometimes you are you are around a kid that you're like, um, we don't behave that way, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right. But also sometimes our kids don't listen to us when we are constantly telling right. them, oh, look them in the eye when you talk to them. Say, yes, yeah. ma'am. No, thank you. Please. Yeah. All the things. Like they kind of tune us out. And so yeah. it will be nice for them to hear all of this from mm-hmm. someone else else. Yes. Who is presumably an expert, but also nothing bad can come from this kind no. of camp, right? No, not nothing at all. Nothing bad. Not at all. So yeah. but wish all, us luck. Yeah. All of our camps are done by the end of June, okay. which causes me equal parts excitement and anxiety. Yeah. It'll but, be great. But then you're going to Kansas for like, you know, a good chunk of July. Right. We're out of town for yeah. a good chunk of July. So we'll yeah. have the end of July and like the first two weeks of August to yeah. kind of fill time. Yeah. And by then, who knows? Maybe we will have been so busy that we'll look at those couple of weeks and that's wel- right. welcome the empty days that's on the calendar. Right. Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I have a good feeling for you. I appreciate your optimism. Yeah. Okay. These two responses go hand in hand. One says pool days all day, every day, and zero commitments, lots of sunshine. Yes. Okay. All I, all I read here is 
time to get tan. Oh, the With elusive your sunscreen. Tan. Uh-huh. Get your banana boat, SPF, you know, two. Just joking. <laughs> SPF 70. That's actually really what I wear. I really do wear 70. Even though that doesn't, did you know that, what's the, how come some people are like anything over 30 isn't real? So why do they even sell 70? Is it real? I don't know. That's a good question. I've heard the same thing. It doesn't stop me from buying SPF 55. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I buy 70 everywhere I go. And then I'm like, is this just like a, a lie? Like you're paying an extra dollar for the I don't know. Extra numbers. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But those who can tan do. Mm-hmm. And those who cannot use Jergens tanning lotion. <laughs> <laughs> hey. A fake is just as good. Like no one knows the difference. No. No one knows the difference. And I use significantly less aloe because of it. So uh, there you go. So here's a fun response from one listener. She says, an enjoyable summer for them means doing nothing but playing. I love that. We do a family summer bucket list every year and it's so much fun. So yeah, that's what they do, a bucket list. Do you do a bucket list? Uh, we don't have a summer bucket list. Okay. We do have a few non-negotiable summer items. Oh. We cannot miss. I would call those summer traditions. Okay. So not a bucket list, summer traditions. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds right. Okay, we we can't miss the Fourth of July in Kansas, okay. right? We've talked about this: mm-hmm. the run, the pancake breakfast at the Methodist Church, the city parade, showers, and then go to the country and pray no one loses a finger or so an fun. eye. Like that so is tradition, and that's America. It is. You have to participate. It really is. But we also have another fun summer tradition. Okay, I guess. And it's when we have ice cream for dinner one night Ah. as a nod to the Scooper Bowl fundraiser that we used to attend every year in Boston. Okay. And we never tell our kids when it will be. (laughs) We just walk them all into a grocery store, which is very rare. I'm sure they know the minute we all pull up and are like, yes, everyone gets to go in the grocery store. That's so funny. (laughs) I cannot think of the last time we were all in a grocery Uh store than that. But we take them all in. We walk them to the freezer aisle and say, Pick out a carton of ice cream, any size, any flavor, and they know Whoa. the drill. They know that the drill. That is wild. Yeah, we binge on ice cream and toppings, share memories of some of our amazing friends who've battled or continue to battle cancer, yeah. and donate to the Jimmy Fund for the Dana Carb... Car- nope, Dana Farber. Farber Cancer Institute. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our two kind of summer non-negotiables. I love summer, that. Summer things. I Amanda. love that. What is on your family's list? You you don't do a bucket list either, right? No. And you know me. I don't even repeat recipes once, Megan. Like, I don't <laughs> like repeating things. Is that rare to say? I know. Sure. So that's why our – it just is change. It changes all the time. I just put together a list of activities based on surrounding cities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll just plan the week ahead. This is what we're going to go do in these cities. Then we'll go yeah. do it. And that's that. I mean – I do. I always want to be here for the Fourth of July. I love Fourth of July in Utah. Mm-hmm. So that might be my only non-negotiable. Is just I always want to be here. In fact, I made us fly, all fly home early from England so that we could be here for the Fourth of July because I just really yeah. enjoy the Fourth of July here. Yeah. So same. it's fun. I love being sweaty all day long and you know, just being sticky. Smell of sulfur. Yeah. Yeah, it's America. It's great. I love it. I it love is. It. It's so great. Are there any things on your kids' list? Things that they're like, oh, can we please go do this mm. this summer? They have asked to do a California road trip to go see my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And that will happen. I don't know when. Thankfully, yeah. it's not something that needs to be planned like mm-hmm. you know, well in advance because we just get up and go. Yeah. So that'll probably happen at some point in time. And when it does, then <laughs> have fun. That'll Surprise. be great. That'll be great. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Now, this next listener's thoughts will resonate with parents of older kids. Mm -hmm. They say, 
It gets harder as they get older to have an unscheduled summer. Like this summer, my 15-year-old son is attending a local technical college, working on his associates in automated manufacturing. Cool. Summer high school hockey and two different church youth camps. My 12-year-old is definitely less scheduled, but still has a church youth camp, swim lessons, and a couple other small activities, and my one-year-old is along for the ride. It's a hard balance sometimes to have enough scheduled, but not be overscheduled. I've heard this from actually a lot of different parents of teenagers, and I I believe it. They wouldn't say it if it wasn't true, but I do think that as kids get older, it's harder to let them just have boundless free time. Right. It does need to be kind of directed, and I think that's why people tend to put their teenagers in very um, thoughtful summer Mm -hmm. activities. But Mm -hmm. thankfully, you have an endless amount of really cool opportunities for teenagers these days. For sure. Some of the things that my neighborhood kids do are just like I would want to do it myself. Really? Yeah, like you know that we have a group of them going to um Haiti this summer mm. to do like a humanitarian trip. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would have loved to do that as a kid and I hope that my kid will do that. So, yeah. I understand that the scheduling gets very hard. Right. But hopefully it's fruitful cuz they learn a lot of things and they grow a lot in the summer that that they're doing those things. I don't know. Yeah, having those unique opportunities. Yeah, they're very unique. I also know when it comes to parents of teenagers, a lot of them become very protective of summertime, right? Yes. Here, those of us with little kids were like practically farming them out. Go, go do this camp, go do this, yes. or let's let's just fill our days with all these things. And yeah. I've heard a lot of teenage parents say, oh, we have this one week yes. where no one has anything scheduled. It's our week. We're going somewhere as a family. They're Love just it. a lot more protective of that yeah. summertime to say, yeah. no, we're not going to go do that or this. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend some time together as a family. I have no issue with that. I actually see myself being the same way. And finally, let's end with this sweet submission that brings back all the memories. This listener says, this is my first year of summer break. So we'll find out. That's you're right. It does bring back memories because remember, like when we had kids, like no one went to school, and like summer was basically every day of the year. Yeah, every day, every day. Or you're like, oh, that looks like so much fun and for now, something new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you like see these new moms on the street, and you're like, what are you gonna do this week? And they're like, I, I don't know. Like there's same same the thing same we do thing. every day, every week. It's just so yeah. funny how all of a sudden your season just switches. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, just enjoy enjoy your continuous summer, friend. Just. Have a time in your life. So fun. So fun. Very and thankfully, exciting. it's low key. If, if it's your first yeah. spring break, low key. Just get first a few water balloons. Oh, what I say? First spring Summer break. break. <laughs> That's where my brain is. Ooh. That's where my brain is. Just get a few water balloons, you know, get a baby pool. So, on my list of things to do tonight after my kids go to bed is to make the summer list by city and our summer responsibility chart. And after this episode, I feel quite jazzed about, you know, my equal parts schedule, adventure, and relaxation. <laughs> that feels really good. It feels right. So, that's that's the hot mom summer, in mm. my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. The hot what? hot mom summer is schedule, adventure, and relaxation. Right. I don't know where that came from. Like I don't know who started the hot mom summer. I don't know, but, but I feel a real coming on about that one though. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna push hard <laughs> for the schedule and relaxation. I love that. So how are you feeling about the next three months? Do you feel like you can take it on? Yeah, I feel great. Like the true over planner that I am. Yeah. My kids' daily schedule for the summer is already made. Love it. The academic workbooks have already been placed in the kitchen bookshelf. Love it. The reading lists are printed. Now all I need is your incredible list of summer activities. So share, please, when it's ready. And 
we'll drag our kids along. I'll, I'll still share it to Instagram. It's just kind of a bummer because not a lot of listeners are in Utah. So I'll, I'll put it on, but, you know, just ignore it if you live, you know, in Montana or Canada or India. But um, if you're coming to Utah to visit. Sure. It'll be a good list. That's reference. a great point. And we have a lot of friends coming for the summer. So yeah, well, we'll still put it a, out. A quick Google will probably find you some great similar activities totally. in your area. Totally, totally. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that being said, it's time to put the baby to bed. Thank you everyone for sticking with us for the last 80 episodes. Whoa. I know. It has been so a real honor. Oh. Okay, please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. See you on September 1st. Bye. Bye. Another listener says, pool days all day. Pray every day. What? <laughs> Did you just, you put that in? You're so dumb. You put that in, didn't you? <laughs> The minute it came out, I thought, oh, she planted that there. Ugh. I knew I could say it. Finally. I've been waiting all day. Finally. But I'm editing this. No, episode. you're not. Do not edit that out. I've been waiting all season to get her to, to get her to say pray on an episode. I finally got her to say pool days all day. Pray. Pray. I just... I, I didn't want to disrespect the listener. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect the listener. Yes. It's a direct quote. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, put that in at the end of the episode then, because that is so good. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>